Welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza, a now 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and here with me, my friend and also person who lives like three blocks away from me, is Leela Roker. Hi! And she goes to LaGuardia, but she went to my school for nine years. Nine years. K through eight, the great run. Before she transferred to LaGuardia High School of the Performing Arts, where she does what? What do you do? I act. I am a drama major. She's a drama major. Yes. She's my first guest on the podcast, which is a big honor, I hope. I'm honored. She is honored because um, big news and also something I'm stressed about this week or was stressed about and am now relieved about is that I told everyone on Facebook that I had a podcast. <laughs> I've been keeping it majorly on the down low. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, then it was on iTunes is new and noteworthy, which was a major, major honor. But um, <sighs> so basically I shared on Facebook and everyone was like, what? Since when? I was like, ha yeah, I've had it for months and churned out like 13 episodes so from now on you'll probably be hearing a lot more guests assuming leela does a good job and doesn't ruin it for everyone else or if i just never leave yeah maybe i'll just keep you on here every week and it'll be eliza and leela starting at 17 eliza and leela starting at 17 da, da, da. anyway i would like to thank everyone thank you for doing all that you do and i like the reviews and i like hearing <laughs> what's going on not just for selfish pride purposes but also because it's like majorly interesting so that was one thing i was stressed about along those same lines i was also kind of embarrassed because having a project is embarrassing right leela yes okay we were talking about this before when we were deciding what to talk about she came out with something that i thought was true when i was like oh my god i was so stressed she was like oh me too and then i was like wait wait and put it on the podcast so (laughs) leela here's your time to shine babe what we were talking about is just that it's kind of weird about sharing like what you're doing without sounding braggy or like feeling judged by yeah. others it's like it's weird when you're just starting up then it's like this is so lame like i'm just starting yeah and then if it's big enough then it's like that's finally when it's cool exactly i mean i'm sure at your school because like mm-hmm. it's laguardia but also like at our <laughs> school where they like go on to do music and stuff and i'd be so worried if i were those people where it's like i was successful when i was in high school but like what if that drops out like failing at something like because i was doing my like fashion thing and i helped wait elaborate I was doing a freelance job for Footwear News, and I was writing articles based on, like, seasons and what was up with fashion for the youth, and I was also in, I believe, their February magazine, so it was like, do I share it? Do I pretend like it's not happening? Do I advocate for myself and try and, like, help and get viewers? I was like, okay, this is something I'm going to do. Post it on Facebook and ask my parents to tweet about it. But should you share who your parents are? Yeah, uh, my parents are, uh, my mom's a journalist. Her name's Deborah Roberts. And my father is a weatherman journalist. (laughs) Weatherman journalist of the Today Show. Of the Today Show, yes. Et cetera. Yes. Yeah, totally relatable. Kind of the same situation. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't want to put it out there and have people be like, all right, what a loser. There's something really scary about trying at things, yeah. especially at our age, because, well, what if I try and then I make a total fool of myself? With podcasting, I was like, podcasting, is that such a dweeby thing to do? To any of my friends listen to podcasts, would any of them think that making one is normal at all? And is it self-centered to have one of my own to be like... As if anyone wants to hear me talking for 20 minutes at a time. But you like podcasts. Remember when I would be like, hey, 
What what song are you listening to? You're like, this is a podcast. Totally. <laughs> well, so totally. That's what you like, though. I totally do. But then at the same time, I was like, well, maybe this is maybe I'm not interesting enough. And I feel like that's part of it. If even if you're maybe you're a singer and you you love listening to music, but you're you don't have the feeling that's like anyone wants to listen to me. And I feel like maybe high school is in a very encouraging environment. Until after you share. Like, I got so much positive encouragement from my fellow adults and people. People that I don't even know. Or, yeah. like, random people that I met three years ago would message me on Facebook and stuff. Being like, I listened. And I was so flattered yeah, it's by it's awesome. That. People will support you. And it's also just cool to have progress. And, like, yeah. like M- Mindy Kaling said, just ask yourself, why not me? That's so nice. Yeah. That's so true. So now, along those lines, something we're done with. Okay. Which, go for it, Leela. All right. I, personally, am just really done with other people roasting, if you will, on Finsta. I believe Eliza explained what a Finsta was earlier. Oh, yeah. And people think that it is a completely private form of social media. And while you are filtering who is technically seeing it, it is still on the World Wide Web, and people can still screenshot it. And especially concerning its high school, it's probably going to get back around. So posting something about someone's disgusting booger in class about (laughs) Angela's booger, that's probably not really nice because it's going to get back to Angela. And it's still a form of bullying in a way. Yeah, we're all like, okay, we totally can get exposed to colleges and potential, you know, employers or whatever on Facebook and Instagram. But when it's your Finsta, for some reason, that seems like, well, no one will ever find out. Right. But that's equally as on the internet as your other account. If your one account is private and your other account is private, just because you have more followers on one doesn't mean it's any safer from the public. You don't know. Maybe you're friends with someone, but they're best friends with someone else. And you just said something bad about that best friend. And I've definitely been guilty of doing that. But people, like, you can really not expect what they're going to do. Like, I posted something one time. It was literally, like, just a benign selfie. And someone messaged my friend saying, like, "Uh, did you do this or whatever? And it was because she, on the side of my computer, it was a selfie of me on my computer. She read the messages on the side. So that just goes to show you really never know who's looking. So a friendly reminder, not everything is private. Yeah, even things that pretend to be anonymous. Actually, you talked about this in like an episode a while back, Hmm. but even things that you pretend to are anonymous or places that claim that they are anonymous, there are still websites out there that say they can save Snapchats without the person who sent it knowing. I'm not a techie person, but I am sure... That if there's some site a bunch of teenagers are using, there's some smarter teenager out there or smarter adult out there who can figure out how to get in without you knowing. My parents are always saying that thing that's like, don't text anything that you wouldn't want on the newspaper. And that is not how Ooh. I roll. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really say that anymore. That was more like <laughs> when I was in seventh grade. But it's at least nice to know that you're yeah. not like safe. Don't trick yourself. It's something to remember, because we all do it. We've all posted something that we don't mean. Yeah. Even adults do it when they're going oh. in their little Twitter wars. Oh my gosh, totally. You don't know what'll get around. Something else that we are done with. Every time I say, like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to go to school today if I have a day off or something, mm-hmm. my parents are like, what? Yeah, parents are, it's weird. It's like, they're very, like, they're like, why are you being so pessimistic? I'm just tired. Like, I, I think I was having, <laughs> like, Sunday dinner with my dad, and he was going around, he was like, now. What are you all excited for? Like, what are you looking forward to this week, Leela? Nothing. And I said, I'm looking forward to this week ending. I'm looking forward to the end of the week. Totally. And it's just like, I'm just ready for it to be done. It's a wrap. It's just, I've been taking ACTs and it's basically like a second course on the weekend. Everybody at this point is stressed out. People are really lacking in motivation. I kind of feel like I live my life 
looking for things to be excited for. And when there's nothing to be excited for, I get really bummed. It doesn't have to be something big. There's a party this weekend. I'm excited. And now it feels like I don't mind things as much. But if it's just like paper after paper after test after whatever, which is kind of how it is, at least in my school. I don't know about yours. But right now, people are really piling it on. And we're all kind of sitting there like, we haven't started things that are due in two days but we almost don't care because we're so lacking in... Motivation. Yeah. All right. So in relation to this podcast, people that I know have been listening to it and they say like, oh, my mom stopped by and she said, you say you're stressed too much. Or like some comment that was like, Eliza needs to stop saying she's stressed. She needs to tone it down, which hmm. I agree wholeheartedly. I would love to not, not be as stressed, but I feel like a priority of mine is to be, I mean, honest about mm-hmm. like what's going on. And I feel like pretending that teenagers aren't 24 seven panicking about what's going on in our lives yeah. isn't realistic. And I'm so sorry if it's annoying that I always say it. Like the fact that I have a whole segment about what I'm stressed about is probably not a great thing. I feel like it's one of the biggest things that are, I mean do you it's it's so weird because now I think adults forget that not not even that they forget but college was just so different for them yeah. like it was just like you want to get into a good college of course but now it's like all right when you apply for college tell us how you're going to become CEO by junior year <laughs> I and I'm like well I can't really help you there because I don't even know what I want to do right so yeah. it's just it feels like we need to have our whole lives figured out yeah. at the time most people like, I think it used to be you declare your major by junior year, and now it's you declare your major by sophomore year. Well, so how, how do you feel about that? Because you, like, declared a, like, high school major in ninth grade. Like, do you feel weird about choosing your career, sort of? Like, or what you were going to study then? No. I mean, if anything, I think it just, it helped me. Like, I just decided, like, now I really love acting and theater and that whole uh, creative kind of thing, but I don't think that I want to become an actor you don't no do you think most of the people at LaGuardia like do want to do what they study there Mm, like I think like fifth like 30 percent become like what their major is yeah the rest they they use their skill for other things like acting it's great for being a lawyer because you know how to like you know manipulate a room or just so interesting yeah so a lot of people go into the business but it's just you know you don't want to be going on audition calls your whole life that's so interesting Another thing, college-related, sorry, because I know that it's a huge pain to hear you always talk <laughs> about college things, but that's kind of what's going on right now, is um, people love to share how well they did on their standardized tests. Mm. Yeah, don't do that. It's not – I mean, do it with your close friends because, like, those are people that you should share it with. But the fact that I heard from other people that you're, you're really bummed out because you got a 33 on the ACT, like, that's not something that's people not want to hear. That's not helpful. Yeah. Something really valuable that my college counselor told me – that the hardest part of the whole process is hearing from other people. Right. And when you're when you're a junior or a senior, it really feels like everyone else has all their things figured out. They know what they want to study. They know where they want to go. They know yeah. when they're going to apply. They know, like, who they're dorming with, you know? It's like everyone seems like they know what's going on for them. And so hearing their scores and everything just makes it worse. But really, no one knows what's up, and everyone's just putting up a front. Yeah. So the best thing you can do for yourself is not share anything and not and try to avoid hearing things there's that whole website called naviance where basically you can search a school that you want to apply to and it shows you the average gpa average standardized testing score of their yeah student body you and if you don't know about naviance i really suggest you getting it because you and your kids or if you're a kid it's good to explore yeah schools especially like if you don't know if you're going to be able to make it out to that school and if you give it your gpa and your standardized score test yeah it'll say like here's here are colleges that accepted people with your type of 
you know, average scores on everything. Yeah. So it's really, I mean, I think it's useful, but it's also terrifying because you can see all the charts yeah. and all the people who applied and how few of those got in and everything. However, else. although I have a Naviance, I refuse to look at that yeah. because I know that that would give me a panic attack. Right. And when you go to go, like, when you go to these schools, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, our average score is a 32. And I'm like, hmm. Uh, that's definitely not me. But then you can see, like, okay, but we also get people that are way lower, which can be, like, even, like, a 25 or something like that. And if you're just a well-rounded person and you really have something yeah. to bring to the table, you're you're more than your score. Yeah, So definitely. No, I feel like the problem with that is, like, it, it makes us feel like we're really reduced to numbers. Yeah. And I think that's, like, what we kind of are all trying to fight against collectively is like how much weight is put on just these like random numbers that don't really mean, I mean, it's just a collection of like how well you can do this specific kind of math or science or English. It doesn't really, it doesn't say anything about you. No. I don't know. I feel like everyone's trying to tell you like what you need to do. And there's like literally, because if you ever go on an interview and you're just going to be like, yeah, I did this community service program because people told me it lo- looked good. Like, that's not going to work. Yeah, definitely not. Just really do stuff that you like and that are constructive to your life. They always talk about narratives. It's like, who are you as a person? What are you into? That's really what colleges are interested in, I think. Right. All right, so now oversharing time, which I haven't done in a while, mainly because I feel like I'm frequently oversharing. Maybe that's, <laughs> I mean, I'm known as an oversharer because I'm just, like, willing to share Everything I have, put it all out there, which maybe isn't the best tactic, but... Good for a podcast. Good for a podcast. Maybe I'll overshare a little more. I don't know. One of my teachers was like, oh, I tried listening to it, but it was too freaky. I didn't want to hear it. And I was like, all right, that's valid, honestly. I don't even listen to these because my own voice freaks me out. Just on the off chance anyone's listening from my school, maybe I'll tone down the oversharing. But honestly, anyone at my school knows all this about me anyway, so who cares? But anyway, (laughs) Leela's taking control of the oversharing this time, so go for it. Oh, yeah, you are. Whoa. Um, I don't know. I was just going to say that I think right now a lot of times it's it's like a weird time in school because you're still figuring out who you are, and it's like – a lot of people or you see movies and a lot of your friends have boyfriends or girlfriends and it's like well what about me like what's wrong with me and i'm here to say that there's nothing wrong and i think like i think there's nothing wrong with um being single and like i think it's a lot harder to like rock with yourself and i think it can be like really nice right now i'm just really stressed out and like there's a lot going on in my life and so and, like, even though it's nice to have a boyfriend, that's still another person, another relationship that you need to yeah. take care of in your life. Although it sometimes seems nice, it's important to remember what it is and, like, whether yeah. that's something you even want. And I, when I was in 10th, 10th grade was when I got my bro- my boyfriend that I had for, like, a year and a half. And I was, like, one of the only people in the relationship yeah. in, like, the whole high school. Like, nobody yeah. was dating anyone. So we were the couple. Right. Not even because it was like, oh, look at them. They're so great. Yeah. It was just these are really the only people in a relationship. Actually, a lot of people are dating in my school now. And, like, to go and become, like, a single ready-to-mingle kind of teen, <laughs> you know? I hadn't really experienced high school life. I mean, freshman year I had what is freshman year anyway. Oh, my God. Um as a single teenager just like doing my own thing and I have a boyfriend currently so I'm yeah. not gonna like bash that because mm. obviously if I wasn't down for it I wouldn't have one <laughs> there was a lot of time that I didn't realize that I had especially because toward the end it was mm. very very not good at all right. I was like wow I actually have things that I can do and time and concentration that I can put forward into other things more motivation to focus on like what I wanted to do instead of just stressing out about like how someone else was feeling all the time I feel like high school is definitely a time when it's like 
you should put yourself first. Anything else you got to share? No, I think that about wraps it up. That was a, that was a philosophical podcast Woo. with my star guest, Leela Roker. Oh, uh, thank you. I hope Do you have to anything, come again. Anything you want to, like, plug? If you guys want to see my fashion Instagram, um, it is at O-H-L-E-I-L-A-L-A. O-L-E-L-A-L-A. Love it. So check it out for some uh, fit tips. That's outfit for short. Apostrophe fit tips. Yeah, fit tips. So thank you for listening. And, you know, tune in in around a week. I do my very best (laughs) because who knows what we'll be into in seven days. And you'll probably have another guest. So get hyped. Bye.